Welcome back to Me So Asia. Hey, what's up? How's it going? We made it to episode seven. Man, all the topics I covered, it's, it's a whirlwind, but I have a lot more in store for you. So welcome back. I'm so glad you're back. Anyway, so mental health check-in. I got to get this off my chest, but I feel like this past week, everything has been a blur. Um, everything has been moving so fast in my work life, in my personal life, that I'm not too sure what days I'm on right now. <laughs> I don't know what today is right now, <laughs> but um, I just feel overwhelmed. However, I know this is going to be temporary, so I'm not going to stress too much about it. This temporary stress, this temporary busyness is going to surpass. I'm going to live, I hope. Oh my goodness. So that's that with that. So today, I want to talk about a interesting topic um, concerning my eyebrows. And yes, you have read the title. My eyebrows are not technically real. <laughs> I don't know how to word that. Um, I had some work done on my eyebrows and I want to tell you about it because maybe you want to do it too. Maybe you a no eyebrow having bitch out here in these streets. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you all about that. But first things first, the origin of this. So all my life, I just knew I'm just lacking in the eyebrow department. I know I'm a part of the big forehead committee. I'm, I'm aware of that. I can't change that. But one thing I could change is my eyebrows. So Starting back in, was it high school, I would say? Starting back in high school when I realized I was in the no eyebrow club, okay? I went ahead and invested, what, like every two weeks or a month or so, my allowance from my parents whatnot, some eyebrow pencils, some eyebrow pencils. If those weren't available in the store, I'll buy like eyeliner and I would use that, like a lighter color of eyeliner, like light brown or brown to substitute for an eyebrow pencil. And every morning, I make sure I draw on, you know, some little eyebrow strokes, coloring some eyebrows. I did something, okay? Did something to cover them up. And I just did that for years. Like, since what? Freshman year of high school? I realized that I had no eyebrows. And like, um, I went to school with majority, um, I would say, um, yeah, the majority, like a Hispanic population and like all the women's eye, like eyebrows and their eyelashes. I'm like, oh, I want that. So maybe that what triggered it. Like, oh, I got no eyebrows. Gotta fix that. So that was my temporary solution. So um, it was fine for like, what, all four years of my high school. Then carrying on to my college years, I still went ahead and colored in my eyebrows. Um, I still kept it up. However, my eyebrow style pretty much did a little evolution, I was say, <laughs> and I got a lot better. Like back in the day, I didn't have a eyebrow shape I was going for. I would just kind of color something in so I could just have something on my face so something could show like some definition, some character. Dang, my parents screwed me in the eyebrow department, but when I got to college, I improved my eyebrow shaping. I improved my eyebrow game. So by that time, I believe it was like what eyebrow cream, I guess, um, is is like a eyebrow pencil 
in like a little container and um there's like an angled brush and I can dip it in there and it's like uh like clay consistency I would say in a jar but I'll take the angled brush dip it in there um I could outline my eyebrow shape and use the brush end to brush it out so that was my next method so I upgraded you know my eyebrow game so gang gang so um later on when I finished college and I you know went into my professional career a little bit more um I've been working since like what 17 18 whatever so um when I definitely finished school and like started you know doing my profession and stuff and took a break from um higher learning because I know eventually around this time when I was trying to get my eyebrows done <laughs> um I was trying to think about going to grad school so this is this time period right now. And I heard of microblading and I was researching stuff on YouTube. There will be like, um, what were they called? Estheticians. I'm not sure what their scientific name is, but I, I would say the technician. Um, they would do demonstrations on YouTube and some of them had like um, pages on Instagram and pages on Facebook. Now I'm just watching these women sit there, get their eyebrows created pretty much. And then pretty much microblading is like a semi-permanent tattoo pretty much on your face. And um, I was aware of this and I was ready to take on that, um, I would say challenge, I would say, because I didn't think it was going to hurt that bad. So I was like, you know what? I don't mind getting this done every two years it shouldn't hurt that bad and uh, around that time i was talking to um somebody that i really liked and that's a whole nother story and um he knew i had like you know lack in the eyebrow department and to make my dreams come true he was like you know what i know this is a thing for you you want to have permanent eyebrows not draw your eyebrows on anymore and um, I would, you know, try to make your day great. Consider this as a birthday gift. I'm going to pay for your eyebrows. I was like, what? So I was ecstatic because you don't understand the extent. I would not leave <laughs> my crib to go to the store, go to work, go to a social event without drawing on my eyebrows. That's how serious it is. That is the last thing I would do before I go to work. And I make sure I did not miss a day. I remember one time I did and I, I was not happy. And uh, my coworkers were trying to make me feel better. Or maybe they were telling the truth. Maybe they was. I'm not too sure. But my coworkers said that they didn't see a difference with or without my eyebrows drawn on. But I don't believe that. Um. <laughs> so anyway, he said he'll be more than happy to pay for my eyebrows. He said, pick a location. I was like, bet. So I was searching on the internet. I kept seeing Atlanta pop up. I'll say, oh, I can't go to Atlanta <laughs> because I read during my research, you have to do like a six week touch up. So that meant if I picked Atlanta and I live in a DMV area, I would have to take time out of my schedule to go back down there to complete the whole process. So I went ahead and booked a, um, how can I say this, an appointment 
we mean how can you say employment whatever um here in a dmv area so i found somebody guess what on groupon i know i know groupon asia really yes you can find a whole bunch of stuff on groupon no this is not a a sponsor thing but you can find a whole bunch of stuff on there and i learned that day i could find people that does um beauty services on groupon so that made my day so i found a lady that was not too far from me she was closer to the um was it dc area i would say which wasn't a bad drive um this feels like everything's close to me i think if um i think it's somewhere is within a, a four hour distance i don't think that's long to me to me um, I don't mind driving up to four hours to get somewhere. That's that's a short drive to me. Now we go past that. I'm going to get antsy. But anyway. So I went ahead and booked on Groupon. And um, I went ahead and... What was it? Yeah. No. Take it back. No, no, no. Take it back. I showed him the technician I want to use for my eyebrows. And then he bought the... There it goes. And he bought the Groupon. I was like, perfect. So, all I had to do now is to schedule the appointment. So, I went ahead and contacted her. And she was all like, yeah, uh, if you want to get it done and make sure, you know, you're okay, you know, halfway healed or some way or somewhat healed before New Year's because, you know, um, my birthday's the end of the year. Um, she said, you know, try to book it as soon as possible. So, if I want to go out for New Year's or whatnot, you know, my eyebrows be somewhat healed because when you get microblading, is like a tattoo. It's it's a open treat it like a wound. Like you don't want bacteria, bad air, or anything to get into your eyebrows. So treat it like a wound. So that's why she was telling me, you know, if if I did want if I did want to go out to um, New Year's, keep that in mind. I was like, okay, cool. So we picked the day and the time which I cannot remember, but I know it was in the morning because uh, she did say that I will feel some un, um, uncomfort during, and she's, she's going to try to make it um, comfortable as possible, physically possible. And she said, I may experience discomfort afterwards. It just depends on people's pain tolerance. So I was cocky as fuck. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I, I got tattoos. I have piercings. I'm good. It should not hurt that bad. Like I have my tattoos cover a large area of my back and my and my arm and shoulder area. I'm good. So I was like, what whatever. So um she said to do not um use a lot of how can I say this um harsh products on my face. She said to moisturize my face because it's gonna help my skin um health and elasticity. Uh, how the fuck you say that? Electricity as LS Oh gosh, the out. Oh gosh, the Ellis, Ellis, whatever the Ellis, the last. I can't get that out. Whatever you know, what I'm talking about. Um, and I said okay, and then um, she said no plucking, no shaving the eyebrow area, none of that. Just leave it alone. Just moisturize. Um, clean your face with um scentless. Um, soaps and you know keep your face routine at the minimum also the most important thing she said do not wear makeup on your eyebrow area just leave it naked and I was like oh my 
gosh. <laughs> that, I did not want to hear that. I was like, not wearing makeup on my eyebrow area. But it made sense because I wanted my results to be good. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I follow her guidance up until my appointment. It was very hard to walk around looking in my natural form. I was not pleased, but whatever. So the appointment came and I remember that day because my appointment was at eight because uh, I wasn't too sure how long it was going to be. But um, she said she gave us like a four hour uh, window because um, it takes a little more time to do the microblading process. But you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. I wore some loose clothing that day. I forgot how my hair was, but I know it wasn't anything fancy because I was like, uh, she said I might be in discomfort. Um, I'm going to try to be the most minimum as possible. So I think I like what did a bun or whatever. I think this was before I cut off all my hair. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. So um, yeah, I wore loose clothing. Um, the drive was like about, what, 45 minutes actually? When I got there, <laughs> it was like a, um, it looked like an apartment, not an apartment building. I would say... Um, no, I would say that. It actually did like the apartment building. Look, apartment building, you know, the ones where um, it has the outside door and when you enter out the out, when you enter through the door, there's other apartments inside. That's what it looked like from the front. Um, I parked in the front, actually, because the back, I realized it was um, signs about businesses. You can't park here, there. I was like, whatever. So I parked in the front in the street. I was like, yeah, we got time for that. So parked in the street. I went ahead and went through the door. And um, it was like a whole bunch of offices. So it was a bunch of offices, different businesses. Um, this setup is kind of familiar in a DMV area. Um, something I'm not used to down in the South. Uh, you normally go to somebody that has like a suite and like a little um, shopping center or they're doing something from their home. But this is a new concept for me out here. I've, I've been noticing that, but I'm pretty sure that they do that now in the South probably. So I don't know. But um, it was a bunch of offices, a aka businesses, and um, she gave me the sweet name, of course. And um, I run the doorbell, I believe. Yeah, I run a doorbell, and when I went inside, because the outside of the building looked like bland, hallway looks bland. So when I got inside her suite, it was so cute. It was like a Paris fashion week type of design decor. And I felt like a pretty princess that I am. And um, she greeted herself. Um, I totally forgot her name. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure if I look at my little history on my app, I'm pretty sure I can find her. I just can't remember. But she was very nice and very informative. So, um, of course, it was um, a little waiting room. Of course, it's made for one person at a time because I highly doubt that she has people waiting in her waiting room. I'm pretty sure it's just one person at a time. So the first part is the waiting room, of course. And then in the back was her work center. So she had a, what is it? Like a, not a, not a chair. It wasn't like a salon chair. It was like a, it looked like a little dentist chair, but without the little um, tray where they set their stuff on and all the extra stuff. But it looked like a really long lounge chair. <laughs> And it looked comfortable and like she could adjust the height she needs to. Um, she had like a little chair where you could just sit in and adjust the height. And she had a big mirror. She had a vanity. She had like a whole kit full of like 
eyebrow um, shaver, brushes, um, stencils. It was a whole nine yards. I was like, wow. And then like she had her little music going. It was popular music that you see, like, you know, seeing here today. Not see. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Some popular music that you hear today. But um, it was instruments. So it was like instrumentals, like a different twist on popular music. So whatever. So I was playing in the background, which was soothing actually. And I complimented her on that. And before we got started, uh, she asked if I followed her instructions. I said, definitely. It was a struggle. And um, she said, get comfortable because what she was about to do was look at my shape, my face shape, and my eyebrows right now, just bare and naked. Oh, I was so embarrassed. Oh. And she was going to stencil on my eyebrows pretty much. So she went ahead and put like this contraction on my face to measure, you know, the distance of like what the center of my face, I guess, whatever. So she put that on my face, <laughs> measured. Then after that, she um did like a little mark, I guess. She marked it off. And then um she got a eyebrow stencil because she wanted to draw the um, underline. So she drew the underline. I guess where my natural, well, to her eye, where my natural eyebrow would, you know, start. <laughs> and then she didn't use a stencil to draw the top because she just um, took the eyebrow shaver and chipped off some of the hairs around my eyebrows to pretty much outline where she wants my, my eyebrow, the top of my eyebrow to be. So she drew that out. And then um, she... Took the eyebrow brush, the little, um, I don't know, yeah, I guess it's eyebrow brush, whatever. Took it, brushed my hairs off, and um, I guess to see if she shaded down correctly, did she shape it correctly. And um, before she finalized everything, she told me, can you take a look at it? I was like, sure. So I took a look at it, and it was perfect, actually. I liked it. It was um, long. It wasn't a little short eyebrows. She made it a little thick. And um, I was all like, you wanted to do it like this? She said, oh, yeah. And she was like, before I start the work on it, I want to make sure that you're okay. I said, like, oh, definitely. I, I really like this. So since I concurred with the shape, she then took another eye. By the way, she um, has like um, individual eyebrow brushes, like freshly, like ready to use. So she had her gloves. She was really clean. So she took another fresh um, eyebrow brush and started moving back and forth in inside of um, the barrier she made on my face. Moved really back, like really fast back and forth because she said she wanted to exfoliate my eyebrows. I said, okay, but I didn't know what for, but whatever. So she exfoliated both of my eyebrows. Then she came back she got a fresh, um, what is it called? Like It's like a miniature spoon, whatever. So she got a fresh miniature spoon from her little um, roller next to her, whatever. And she dipped inside this container. And I was like, what is that? And she said, this is the numbing cream. I was like, please put that on. <laughs> I was like, put that on my face, please. So she put it on. And then um, she got this medical, I don't know what to call it. But it, it's like, like this clear tape that you that you put on so like stuff won't get in and stuff won't get out so she put that over my eyebrows because she said she wanted to penetrate my skin i say cool 
and she said so uh, the numbing would take and it'll be more comfortable i said uh-huh okay so i went back to the waiting area and um she said i was gonna wait for 30 minutes make sure it kicks in for a room i was like bet on my phone telling my friends and family ha 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 about to get my eyebrows did yes 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 thanks to my friend hootie who what what he'd be he's an mvp and uh 30 minutes what's up she said come over here you can lay down in a chair so like i said not sure what that chair was called it was like a really long luxury like bed looking chair pretty much um so i laid down and um she had this bright light aiming at my forehead not in my eyes at all and um she asked are you comfortable i said yeah so she went ahead and felt around my eyebrows and she said did you feel it i said actually i didn't feel anything she's like okay good that means the numbing cream took so you should feel a little more comfortable i was like bet so then she turned up the music that i was playing in the background a little bit she turned up a little bit and she said it will be helpful if you concentrate on you know the soothing music so you won't think about what's about to happen i'll say is she really about to hurt that bad she's like uh it, it just depends on other people and how they feel i'm like uh-huh cool and um, she's like, did you eat before you got here? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe that day I had some like Mickey D's. I know, terrible. I know. But Mickey D's is so fast. But anyway, so before she started, by the way, I didn't see any of the utensils she was using. All I know is that she um, opened up a fresh, um, was it microblading needle, I guess. And it looked like a, um, what is it? It looked like a... It had like a long candle, I believe. And then on the very, very end, because it, it looked like a makeup brush, but on like at the brush part, it wasn't a brush, obviously, but it was like little tiny, like a bunch of needles. I'm like, huh, interesting. So that's what it looked like. But she opened a fresh pack of that. And then she opened up, um, it's like a little jar of like um, ink. And like, it looked like a clay-ish type of, not clay. Yeah, I, I guess so. Liquid clay looking stuff. And it was like a miniature, like personal container. So she opened that for me because that's going to be, I guess, that's the ink that's going to go on my eyebrows, I guess. And then um, she got out a tint, like a miniature tinting kit because she said at the very end, after she performs some microblading, she goes over with a eyebrow tint. So after she got her, you know, station set up and ready to go, she, of course, asked if I was ready again. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure, uh-huh. And she's like, okay, I'm about to go in. I was like, cool, bet. So when she did the first stroke, because what she does is she creates eyebrow um, eyebrow hairs with her strokes. And um, she brushed my eyebrow hairs up so she could um, stroke through my eyebrow hairs so she won't stroke through them if that makes sense. So I won't lose any eyebrow hairs in the process. Anyway, so she was doing her strokes and actually it felt like somebody was plucking my eyebrows actually. And when she uh, finished one eyebrow, she said, I'm gonna do the other one. I was like, bet that didn't actually feel too bad. And she's like, good. So she did the other eyebrow, however, one of my eyebrows, I have a scar, which that's a whole nother story. 
I have a scar through my eyebrow. So she warned me. She said, you have scar tissue, which is going to be a little bit harder to accept the ink. So I'm going to press a little bit harder in this area. I just want to let you know. And I was like, ooh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Because I will be no punk. So she went ahead and did that area and continued down because my my scar is like in the middle of my eyebrow. So that I knew she was at the halfway point because I felt her in my scar tissue area. I was like, oh gosh. So that felt like somebody was plucking my eyebrow, but they're keep they keep missing my hair. <laughs> so it feels like they're plucking my skin. That's that's what that felt like. And of course, when she passed over my scar tissue area, it went on to the wing of my eyebrow. It, it was fine. It was like somebody's plucking my eyebrow again. So after that, I said, like, okay, cool, we're done. She's like, ah, uh, no. I say, huh? <laughs> she said, I'm going to do a second pass. I was like, you lying. <laughs> She's like, no. So then um, she picked up another um, eyebrow tool and she created some more strokes. And this second pass <laughs> felt like somebody was um, using a eyebrow shaver wrong. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It felt like um, a razor cut. There goes. It felt like razor cuts. There goes. Perfect. Perfect example. Razor cuts. I was like, ooh, that was a little bit unbearable, <laughs> but it was okay. And each um, time she finished my eyebrow, she showed me what it looked like. I was like, okay, it's getting darker and darker. It's looking more realistic. I was like, bet. So, of course, she got to do the second pass over the eyebrow with the scar tissue. So I was not looking forward to that. And when she got over that scar tissue, I was like, oh, baby, Jesus. Oh, gosh. Okay. I almost told her, no, I give up. But no, I thugged through it. I shed a little tear on that eyebrow. It is, it is, it fell out of my eye involuntarily. Like, I, I could not stop that. My eye wanted to do that. So I let it go. Anyway, she put some more numbing cream on my eyebrows because she saw I was a little just a little uncomfortable and she was like I'm let that sit for a little bit give you a break and I wish she didn't do that because <laughs> I felt like when she braked like that to give me relief I felt like the pain like took over <laughs> because um me I have tattoos right when I'm getting um my lines on my tattoos I just want to get over the shading and just, just do it all in one go. I just want you to do it. If you got to do a touch up, cool. I'll come back later, but just, just do it all. That's just me. So, um, I just felt like my eyebrows got more painful, <laughs> but she waited a little bit and then she did the third pass. And the third pass is to pretty much shade everything in. So it has depth to my eyebrow, like depth, 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 right? Oh, my words today. So she went ahead and started shading. And this, y'all, this, y'all, mm, 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 mm. I felt like I was being punished. So it felt like, how can I say this? It felt like somebody was plucking my eyebrow incorrectly. It felt like a razor burn. And then it felt like, um, I'm not sure if y'all got stung by a wasp before, but I feel like somebody 
took a wasp and stung my eyebrow area because I was done. <laughs> when she finished that eyebrow, the uh, ooh, she showed it to me. I was like, okay, this is what I'm going through all this pain for. It looks great. And she said, um, you, you want to take a breather real quick before I do the last pass on the eyebrow with the scars. I just get out the way. So she did that one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And when she got over the scar tissue area, I felt like somebody was trying to take my eyebrow off at that point. I'll say, like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to walk out of here with half done eyebrows. But I shed a few tears in, in that eye. It, it was just, it just watered automatically on the way. So that was bye-bye. So then she, you know, kept patting my eyebrow, of course, because I was bleeding, of course. You know, it's it's like a tattoo, pretty much. So she came in with the eyebrow tinting next to make sure, you know, everything was all Gucci. So she went ahead, put on the eyebrow tint, let it sit for a little bit. I was able to calm down <laughs> because I was through. Like I, I started off in a plank position and I and I end up in the fetal position. <laughs> That's how bad it was. But anyway. So after the the tinting took, she wiped them off, you know, put like some ointment on it or probably wasn't ointment. I don't know what it is. And then she said um, to try to keep my eyebrows dry and try not to um, get too much product, especially oil, oil. Because, you know, people wash their faces and stuff and moisturize it. So she was saying, if you do that, one, keep your eyebrows dry. And two, try to avoid products with oil in it from seeping into your eyebrows because you don't want your um, ink to spread on your eyebrows. So it won't be a crisp look anymore. I'll say, oh, heck no. When she told me that, I was like, mm -mm, I don't want no um, messed up results. We ain't got time for this. I went and suffered enough. So, huh. Then she set up a six-week appointment, and she said, I'll see you on this date, which is like in January sometime, actually. So I accepted it. I said, oh, baby Jesus. And then she said, I'm not going to lie. When your eyebrow heals, it's going to be um, tender when we start back again because, you know, some some new skin formed. So I'm, I'm going to be messing with that area again. So it's going to get irritated. It, it might be more uncomfortable like it was the first time. I was like, oh my gosh, baby Jesus. I said, like, okay, 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 cool. So I left. So over the next six weeks, I made sure them eyebrows were clean, okay? Um, nothing was on them. I remember two weeks in after my little uh, microblading experience, um, the, the redness was definitely gone. I think the redness disappeared around three days. I would say. Um, I know the first 24 hours, um, my eyebrow was very tender and I didn't want to do anything, but by the next day I was I was good. I was right 24 hours. Yeah, by, by day my bad. By day two, I was fine. And um I think day three my redness was gone. And then I think a week later, my eyebrows wasn't as tender like it was. So I was good after a week. Like the whole thing was good. Um I know week two. My eyebrows started to um, scar, I would say, um, harden up, and my eyebrows look intense. It was, it was great <laughs> because it was 
nice and dark and low-key. I wish my eyebrows stayed like that, but I knew it had to peel off and, you know, my new skin come in and heal and stuff like that. So I had to let that dream go. So I remember she said when, you know, it starts to scar and scab up and stuff like that. Not scar, scab up, I would say. Scab up. Um, do not pick it. Just let it fall off naturally. And it was so hard because I would have people saying, oh, you got a little something right there. I'm like, nope, don't touch it. Don't, don't you touch it. So that was kind of hard. But I, I left them alone because, like I said, I did not want to do this crap again. <laughs> and I was dreading this six-week appointment. So, of course, it scabbed over. Everything came off all by itself. And the result was absolutely beautiful. She made sure that the beginning of my eyebrow, you know, the part that's closer to your nose, it gradually got lighter to dark. It was so nice. And then uh, she made the wings of my eyebrows nice and crisp and, like, smooth and and pointy and ah, uh, it was just so crisp. I just loved it. Uh, y'all, it was my confidence was like a light switch. It was like ding, I'm a bad bitch. But uh <laughs> I just freaking loved him. So by week six, I scheduled another morning appointment because I remember the last time I was a little bit um I would say um what sit not sensitive. Tinder, there it goes. I was tender in my, in my eyebrow area. I didn't want to do anything. And um, I went in and then like she examined, you know, my healing. She said, this is perfect. I was like, great. So then she said, we're going to um, do three passes again. I was like, what? And she said, but luckily I, I won't, um, it's not going to be like, you know, full microblading experience because I did the majority of the work with the first session. I was like, oh, please. So she went ahead and exfoliated my eyebrows with the eyebrow brush. Went back and back and forth. And then she said, I'm putting the numbing cream on there. I was like, I hope I hope it kicks in. Cause mm -mm. She put the little plastic stuff on my eyebrows. I sat in the waiting room. And of course, I had to tell my friends and family, like, okay, round number two. Uh waited for 30 minutes she called me back i laid in a little long lounge chair and y'all when she got her utensils ready she put on her fresh you know microblading needle whatever kid pulled out some fresh ink she didn't ask me here we go again are you ready i'm like oh and that's how to thought about it i was like oh my gosh okay and i was like okay i guess and she had the same type of music, of course, a different song by now, because she probably has like a very large, um, I would say, collection of songs, probably. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she turned up a little bit louder. And she said, like I said before, concentrate on the music and, you know, we'll, we're going to get through it. I was like, okay. And y'all, baby Jesus, that thing felt like... <laughs> I feel like hell had a party on my eyebrow <laughs> on the first pass. I was like, oh, baby, Jesus. And she said, I'm not going to do as many strokes as, as last time. And she was trying to work quickly. I was like, okay, cool. Because at this point, I went from the plank position to the fetal position immediately. I was like, yeah, nah, we ain't doing that. So um, I, <laughs> I curled up and then I was trying to be a thug. And she was like, okay, warning. 
I'm going to the next eyebrow. I was like, bet, because that's the one with that stupid scar tissue. I was like, oh gosh. So she worked hard on the second eyebrow, very fast, very swift. So I, I tried to um, not show I was in pain <laughs> um, while sitting there uh, because I, I didn't want to make it seem like she was hurting me. I, I know beauty is pain, but you know, she's not intentionally hurting me. She's trying to work as fast as possible and trying to make me comfortable as possible, you know, with the music, the numbing cream, her technique, uh, trying right now. And like when I'm experiencing pain or anything like that, I sweat profusely. So immediately I start sweating my ass off. Oh my gosh. And it was like, what? In, in a DMV, um, January is good. <laughs> my body didn't care. My body was like, if it's, bitch, I'm, I'm, I'm in pain. Okay. I'm sweating. Anyway. So she did that. She put some numbing cream on there. The first time she did it, she put numbing cream on again when we we're going to the third pass. This time she made sure that she put it on um, after the first pass. She let it sit on for a second, and she didn't, then she started um, the second pass again. So like she said before, she said she's going to do less strokes like she did um, the first time with she with um, the second pass. So she's working as quickly as possible. My feet was like doing um, the hammer dance. I was trying so hard not to move because <laughs> uh, I didn't want to jerk uh, my head. And then who knows, I have like a random tattoo line up in my forehead area so I made sure I was very 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 still and then she got to the uh second eyebrow and this time the second pass felt like it was a hell party on my eyebrows with a sprinkle of lime and salt <laughs> oh my gosh it was painful and then she put some more numbing cream on her. She's like, I am almost at the finish line. Bear with me. And mind you, this time, um, it was a lot quicker than the first time. I believe the first time it was like a whole hour. The eyebrow prep took about 45 minutes. I sat there for 30 minutes for the numbing cream to kick in. And the whole eyebrow blading, tinting process was an hour. But this time, it took about... I would say the whole visit was an hour because she went ahead and looked, accessed my eyebrows, you know, see what was um, wrong, if there were anything, um, what needs to be touched up, the condition of my skin and everything. And of course, she's moving more quickly with the first, second passes. So this pretty much um, trip was a lot quicker. So after the numbing cream kicked in, she said, we are on our third try. Bear with me. I'll say, like, okay. So this time, um, of course, like the first one, she has to go in and shade it in. So she was doing the shading. It felt like, let me see. Have you ever accidentally spilled some hot water on your hand or whatever? That's, that's, that's what it felt like. Yeah. So I feel like hot water was on my eyebrows. And at that point, my legs was doing the Tootsie Roll. I was done. I was like, oh my gosh. And she went through it pretty quickly. She, she, she didn't try to waste no time. She did both eyebrows and she was done 
it out. So, like the first time, she went ahead and put some eyebrow tinting on, which felt kind of soothing because my eyebrows got the ass beat, like, twice. The first time, whooped. Second time, banged up. So I was like, oh my gosh. So I laid there. It was soothing. She waited there, wiped it off gently, and um, she said, how do you feel? I was like, I feel awful, but I'm not worried about the healing process because the last time it wasn't that bad. And she said, this time is not anything new. Just do the same thing that you did. You did a good job the first time. I am pretty sure that you'll um, do the healing process swiftly this time. So I was like, how long do I need to wait before I come back? And she said, depending on how normal, dry, or oily your skin is, it's going to if it's going to impact your retouching time frame. I said, okay. She said, more oiler, oilier skin types have to do more visits than the normal slash drier skin types. I say like, interesting. And unfortunately, ha ha ha, when I was standing there, I realized my skin is oily. What? How long is this going to last on me? So then um, she told me, <laughs> I well, my results should be about one and a half to two years. I say, bit. So I walked out of there thinking, if after two years or one and a half years or whatnot, if my eyebrows are looking decent, I'm just going to say YOLO and say <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> or um, if it looks bad, I might think about my life. I don't know. But anyway, over the next six weeks after my follow-up appointment, I did the same routine. I made sure that I kept my eyebrows dry. I treated it like an open wound. Um, the healing process, I believe I was red for two, no, four days. I was red for four days. I was in pain for like a day and a half, I would say, because this time I'm out. Well, she went over a patch of skin that had work done six weeks before. So it makes sense while I was in a little more pain for a little bit. Also by a week, I just felt completely normal. And of course, it went through like the regular scabbing process. And I knew not to touch it because it's going to fall off, you know, by itself. So I made sure I didn't do that. Because she said, if you pull on your scabs, it might pull excess ink that wasn't supposed to leave prematurely. So she said, make, make sure it falls off by itself. Um, but of course, after that result... I would say my eyebrows look way better uh, when it healed the first time. So I truly understood why the second appointment was needed. Luckily, the special I got, it included the initial microblading and the follow-up microblading. So I didn't come out of pocket out of anything. And of course, I tipped her because she did a wonderful job. I love my eyebrows. Like, you know how much of a hassle it is to not draw your eyebrows on anymore? Like, you just wake up and be like, oh, I'm a fleek. And um, I love the shape. And if I wore heavy makeup, for for example, if I wore like evening type of makeup and um, my eyebrows, the, the, the way she did them, it looked casual. So it looked like they're 
natural regular eyebrows. So if I did like an evening look, I colored it in to make it, I would say, a little more dramatic if I had a makeup look like that. But other than that, I didn't do anything to them because they were perfect every day. Fast forward two years later, <laughs> two years later now, I noticed that it has faded away, but not too much. I still have my eyebrow shape. Like you can definitely see where um, the heavier portions of my microblading took place because I have like a shadow on my eyebrows, but it actually looks pretty nice. It, it is from a distance, it looked like my eyebrows are still low key kind of full, and I ain't too mad about that. I'm I'm debating if I want to go back and get microblading done because I did not like the pain. <laughs> And the, and she did warn me that when I get it done again, it may be a little bit uncomfortable during that first initial microblading session because now <laughs> they're marking over skin that had work done on it twice now. So it, it makes sense why it would hurt a little bit more. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thank you for listening to episode seven. I'm so glad we made it to episode seven together. This is lit. All in all, I loved my eyebrow results. I thank my friend dearly for paying for my eyebrows. Thank you so much. You're the true MVP in life. Anyway, right now I'm searching for alternative methods of getting my eyebrow dreams in check. Um, I'm trying to see if I could bear the pain again of microblading because the results actually lasted pretty darn long and they look pretty dang beautiful. I ain't gonna lie. However, next week, I'm going to dip into another topic that's going to be interesting. I hope you like that too. You can follow me on my social media at Asian K Charnay, and you can listen to the podcast on YouTube at Asian K. That's all, folks. Until we meet again, toodles. <laughs>